I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Stew in the Think Tank, the show what? where we come up with five sketch ideas. Stew ideas. Yes, stew. <laughs> One. Potatoes. One. Uh, moving out of Ireland to England. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, three. We're very close to doxing me. Yeah. Uh, three. My mother's a, maiden name is. Yeah. Uh, the first pet is called... Um, this is a this is a big episode. I mean, it's not just four oh two. You know, I'm calling it right now. This is the last episode of what? No, no, it just no. feels appropriate. I mean, you know, it's like the closing of a cycle. Sure. Of, I mean, know, I, I, it could be. Era. I mean, it's definitely the the last episode of season four. Mm. And then we're the, and then we're about. Or I mean, or the first episode of season five. Yeah. I think yeah. the first the first <laughs> half of this is the last half of season four. Okay. Yeah. And then from halfway on, it's the it's first. A, it's a transitional half. moment. It's the first it, half yeah. of season five. It feels weird to introduce a character who cannot come back in. So should I die at the end? I, I mean, if you if, if you, you could, if you okay, could, if you could, I'll it do would, that. It would we'll be, figure out a way for it to happen. I mean, you probably can come back in. There's probably you know we're all. Mm. It's all going to be doable. I yeah. mean, it's been doable for a long time, but I have come to Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, to make it happen. So if, for anybody who doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stu has been a listener for a long time mm-hmm. and has, uh, at, at first I thought jokingly asked to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's also a podcaster in well, his own right. I know, but then in it, his own but right. at the beginning, I don't think he was. No. And so then wow. he like I, developed a career in mm-hmm. podcasting yes. and Twitch streaming. Yes. Uh, the macaroni prince himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then was like can can now now be on and i was like <laughs> yes definitely and we will get you on and then we just we haven't we and couldn't so organize it from flew- a from a, like a from a zoom <laughs> call perspective from like it's hard enough for alistair yeah. and i to schedule for us both to be on the podcast at the yeah. same time there are mm-hmm. so many episodes we record where it's just one of us there and we just can't release them because it doesn't work yeah 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 and so then uh Stu has flown from the other side of the world <laughs> and made it all the way to uh, Australia, is that the country This is Melbourne? Destination Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and so can we please welcome our Lorne Michaels. Mm. Yeah. Oh my goodness, huge. <laughs> I mean, you know, because it's, this is the WTF. Yeah, reference. of course. Okay, yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you've listened to this enough time to know. Yeah, I got, I've got every reference you've made so far. <laughs> Great. Uh, Stu, and then now you've told me recently that I don't, I'm not, I haven't been pronouncing this correctly for a long time. McCone. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a uh, McKeown. Oh, McKeown. Yeah. Well, it's just uh, two syllables. So much more yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I think that feels like there's a mm. bit more, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. there's a bit more like proper. I'd say that's two and a half syllables. I the think you're that's in fair. the middle. Yeah. It feels like there's a little bit, you're asking me to do a bit more work, well, you know? I, you're I'm, paying me for two yeah. syllables, <laughs> but I feel like I'm doing some overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair. I think it, it's hard to. 
to express opinions about the Northern Irish accent because it's so rarely heard in media. Mm. But the Northern Irish accent essentially is just English with all the spaces taking it. And, <laughs> sure. and sometimes then even in within words, they take further letters out, etc. So really, McKeown sure. should be McKeown. But oh, we right. just say McKeown. So I guess two and a half is probably oh, a fair right. compromise. McKeown. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's actually really, I think, mm. yeah. Is, is it? Is it that... The muck is just regular English. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the All un. the muck's regular, man. Yeah, it's just regular. <laughs> yeah. And then the un, that's regular English. Mm. Is there a chance that the yun, is that's like Gaelic? I believe so. Yeah? I believe so. <laughs> so there you I, go. I believe based on the fact that I was born in Ireland, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, then, I, I'm glad that that's a solid Is there thing. anything in this? <laughs> I, I think so. I think, I mean, it feels like there is, it, like there is, there is a... Uh, an oppressed Irish person inside inside yeah. your name. I mean, you I mean, it, does that mean that um, the that if you're taking the spaces out of words, does it mm-hmm. mean that you talk faster? That the Northern Ireland Ireland mm-hmm. um, thing is to is to talk a, a little bit quicker, and is that perhaps an efficiency hack? Is this a sort of a thing mm-hmm. that you know, if we were trying to turn this into a sketch idea, could we get a Northern Irish person into a business to try and teach everyone? At work to speak in what's called a business accent, business mm-hmm. Irish, business Irish. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Mm. If you get Northern Irish people to do the end of adverts, where it's like you know, um, all the legal jargon they have mm. to put in, that would be perfect—a perfect, a perfect mm. role for a Northern Irish man, <laughs> just to really slurredly be like. And if it doesn't work for you, I'm ready to go for the other. I mean that that is was really fast, and yeah. I feel like you were definitely saying things that I I mostly was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely feels like there's a uh, there's a sketch to be had in. Um, disclaimer being its own accent mm. you know oh, that there are yeah. there is a mm-hmm. maybe there's an there is an island with an s yeah. somewhere in the atlantic ocean where um Islands. the, the Yes, uh, where the the local accent there yeah, they all the speak in um medical uh, advertisement <laughs> yeah. disclaimer uh, accent they talk really fast and slightly hushed tones yeah yeah okay. um, but without a lot of intonation okay, wait, wait. so this is you say medical medical disclaimer like yeah, medical it feels disclaimer. like the ones that usually yeah. do yeah. at the end but it's also financial I mean, advice yeah I suppose. I'm I'm adding this all under the title of uh, business Irish business Irish yeah. sure, sure. Um, but a, um, and disclaimer Irish mm. um, but because I think disclaimish oh my god this is the pen from the two in the, from the from the 400th episode that ran out of ink <laughs> I didn't know that, that happened. Yeah, yeah, we 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 ruined a whole pen. Yeah, I've got um, I've got a yes. pen right in my pocket right here, Alistair. Yes, this Look is at this. happening. Oh no, but that's the pen from episode three. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my god, this is all the historical pens from different episodes have come back to haunt us. Um, Little um, did you know, I've actually bought the pen from episode one on eBay, and it was very expensive. Was it really seven dollars? <laughs> I mean, it'd be amazing if somebody was like coming and grabbing things that we don't even know where they are. <laughs> yeah. um, I, but I do, I do think that it, it's crazy that, especially like in America where they could, you know, they, they love a disclaimer at the end of an oh, ad yeah. where they don't use, they, they don't use the, like the Irish accent uh, loophole mm. of making them, you know, not understandable to the yeah. general public there by making it fast Possibly Northern Irish. There, there would be a fantastic idea in making the disclaimer so incoherent, but actually just in someone's regular accent. Mm. Because then if someone would say, well, well, I couldn't understand what they're saying, then you could 
put it back on to them. Like, well, well, that's bigotry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's actually not our fault that you couldn't understand this. Absolutely, this completely accepted. You, man you're not society. willing yeah. to do the work to yeah, understand. Exactly. Yeah, it's I could a, get so many jobs here out of this. This is a great. This, is, this would be a great thing, you know, and and yeah, especially because like there is such a big Irish population in the United States that would be there to back you up as well. Mm-hmm. You could almost start a full. You know, like a, maybe another, I don't want to say another uh, civ- civil war, <laughs> but that just all comes straight out of Boston. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, Boston yeah. outwards. Just saying. There's, yeah. a, there's a definitely an awkward pause there. Not not a normal pause. There's a pause of maybe I shouldn't have said this. <laughs> you no, know, I just I just couldn't remember the word civil. Yeah. I just think it's a shame that you have to have your civil wars in your own country. I yeah, think you should be yeah. able to have an away game um. where... <laughs> where both both the sides of whatever civil mm. war mm-hmm. um, go to a third location. Approx- so nobody has the home ground advantage, yeah. which they I guess they both had the home ground advantage at home. But here... <laughs> They've both given up the home no, ground but advantage. Yes. But if you're playing in a, a separate stadium, you're not mm. going to damage your own country, which is what you're fighting for, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. So it makes should, a lot more sense. But mm. all the countries on a big wheel, spin it, whichever one comes up, that country is evacuated, yeah. and that will become the civil <laughs> yeah. war country. Oh, wow, yeah. that's a great idea. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you could just get, like, kind of in the... In the in it's the, a war zone. Yeah. It's, it's zoned for war. <laughs> exactly. They, they should have a, all a war, the wars. They should just have war stadiums. It's a really good idea. You know, like the arena of war. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, it could be like, and and like Pokemon battles. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Here we you go. can change the ground. So you're like, all right, now we're going to have a naval battle. And then oh, you yeah. flood the, the yeah. stadium. I and was going like, to say, get like, the boats out. Like tennis. This this war will be played on clay. Yeah. <laughs> See, I went a completely different direction. No, yeah. I thought when you said it was like Pokemon battle, they'd be like, yeah. Austria would just be like, well, we're going to use Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> like, they pick their most famous. Sure, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> People to, to do the battle I for mean, them. that would be great yeah. too. You know, just have a representative. Oh, I mean, um, Northern Ireland are not in a good way. <laughs> no, is there nobody who's good at fighting? I mean, Liam Neeson's from Northern Ireland, but he's quite elderly now. Sure. I mean, but, you know, if you give him guns and stuff like that, why he's was, at least why had would you some give on. Irish person a gun. No. <laughs> <laughs> Am I saying a lot of wrong stuff here? No, that's, this I is this is a joke I do a lot. Where yeah. Anytime someone mentions violence, I just go, why would you bring that up? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know enough about the, uh, the the troubles. Well, you'll be hopping. No, neither do I. That's so great. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Because as, as I've already doxed, you don't even live in Northern Ireland. No, I don't. Yeah, that's really great. If anyone would like to visit me, I live in Stoke on Trent. So if you're in there, just send me a lovely oh, tweet. That's great. One of my favorite towns on Trent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is there of, an on Trent version of every town? Um, Paris on Trent. <laughs> Paris on Trent. Yeah. There yeah. <laughs> we go. There. Paris Are you writing on, that down? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, was, I was going back to proxy civil war. Oh, that's okay. a very good idea. Um, third location. This third mm. lo- lo- location. But yeah. I, I just because, sorry to take, away, to take us away from Trent mm. um, for a moment, but because um, much like, you know, America's fighting this war essentially with their biggest enemy, mm. but they're not having to send in any of their own soldiers. Mm. Is there a way that they could just like have a surrogate civil war that mm. happens where they say they pay, say, what's a what's a country that won't be offensive for me? To say this? <laughs> England, England. They Sweden? say, hey, America, how about this? Uh, hey, England, how about this for, you know. Uh, well, three hundred and eighty-five trillion uh, billion dollars mm. that we would have spent on this war, a mm. civil war. Mm. Could you guys have a civil war and tell us who wins? <laughs> well, what if instead of it just being a country, America's just mm. like, hey, we're having a civil war. Yeah, 
anyone in the world is free to turn up to Warzone, as we've named it, sure. and just sign up for one of the sides. Oh, that's and nice. That, and we'll pay you... Fifty bucks. Open, open mic. It's like yeah. a, it's like mics. a pickup. It's like a pickup game of frisbee. Yeah, you yeah. know, you show yeah. there. We'll assign the teams when you get there. Yeah, but also shirts if one of the skins. Yeah, but if one of the teams wins, a lot of bad things are going to mm. happen. <laughs> Just be aware of that when you're competing. Sorry, yeah. in in war, it wouldn't be shirts versus skins. It would be. Um, uh, bulletproof vests yeah. versus skins. <laughs> yeah, and you'd not believe how often bulletproof vests win. <laughs> It's uncanny. <laughs> it must be something about like how red, red people yeah. wearing red shirts in soccer sort of uh, are, are more likely to win because um, they're they're more energized. This is a very very niche soccer reference, but I do think it's relevant. Mm. In like two thousand and eight or something, Portsmouth Football Club made their goalkeeper kit have random holographic strips on it because they thought it would make the striker notice the goalkeeper more and be more likely to shoot right at them. And I believe that season Portsmouth conceded their most ever amount of goals. <laughs> <laughs> Almost because the strikers were like, well, I can now see the goalkeeper incredibly <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even have to look directly at him. It's like yeah. my periphery yeah. can just follow him. I was hoping that with holographic strips, it would have that sort of weird effect. Oh, where it's like a you 3D like, goalkeeper. you look at it in the right way, you can mm. see like a magnifying uh, a, a, a microscope. Or How good of a goalkeeper? Or a of butterfly. A, of a sports jersey would that be to have a Magic Eye sports jersey. Mm, that is a really good idea. <laughs> that yeah. that looks like sort of like the area next to the goal. <laughs> but you've got to un- you've got to unfocus your eyes and refocus yeah. and really spend quite a bit. You've got to want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to. But yeah. maybe the subconscious is picking up on it. Mm. Like if you were dressed oh. up like grass next to a next to a goalpost. I feel like that would help you a little. I wonder bit. if is the rules that you can't have your jersey look like grass? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like you, you can't that, be camouflaged. Do you think that's actually in the rule book of any sport? Yeah, you I, cannot look like grass. Yeah, can you wear a turf, a turf, <laughs> a turf suit? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can get, you can, you can cut up those strips of turf. Can we sew those together in some kind? Because of- it feels like you would. You'd be able to, you know, a lot of the time they're wearing sponsors, mm. right? But what if you just wear the product of your sponsor, turf. which is turf? Yeah. yeah. You just get all the turf companies. Mm-hmm. And this is turf, the earth uh, with grass, not the trans-exclusionary radical <laughs> Yeah, well, I wasn't suggesting you were. Well, you, was, you wear J.K. Rowling. <laughs> that's a different civil war that's played a different time. Yeah, the people yeah. Who, who own the two turfs are trying to mm-hmm. regain. Ah, uh, yes, the, the turf, turf war. war. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the turf versus turf, yeah. trying to get that uh, homonym, trying to win. The, the there homonym. can only be one homer. Homonym? Is it turf a homonym? Is it a homophone? The oh, it could be homograph. Homophone? No, it's not homograph because that's would that implies homeostasis. Looking at something, I think. Sure. So phone, so that sound like you're hearing it. Mm. But what was the other one? Sounds like you're hearing a phone. Homonym. Homonym. I don't know about that one. <laughs> well, that's the one you said. Oh, you brought that to the table. Well, homophone definitely sounds like it's the rightest, okay, and right. I can concede that you know sometimes. I can be a little bit wrong. Not entirely. <laughs> At least the first half of the word was right on. <laughs> you know. Um, Turfery um, turf. <laughs> we were talking about um, guns and stew earlier. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, you know, we, obviously it feels like you're our Chekhov's gun. Mm, right? You've been hanging over the mantelpiece yeah. for some time. And mm. now it's time for us to take you down and use you <laughs> to beat one another to death with. Mm. Absolutely. But... Uh, does does Chekhov's gun? Does that you know? Obviously, you know, if you have a gun over the mantelpiece, um, it has to come off later. It has somebody has to be shot with. Pa, pa. 
Does that apply? P- pasta comes up later. Sorry, that, that, that's what I thought you said at first, and then obviously I learned. <laughs> is this a reflux issue we're talking about? Pasta comes up later. <gasps> yeah, this pasta that's, 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 piece, it comes up later. <laughs> it's Chekhov, Chekhov's meal. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to come up later. Yeah, I mean, what is it? Is it very rich? <laughs> it's is a very it, spicy, very oily, acidic kind of dish. It's like a, it's like an oil-based hot pot. <laughs> Grip. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like hot pot, but instead of broth. It's a deep frying. <laughs> oh oh, the deep fryer's at the table. Yeah, everybody's like got their own deep fryer. Yeah, oh, really I can't. I mean, this feels like this is a, like American hot pot. <laughs> everybody's got their own deep fryer, and then you just got bad bowls of batter, and you got different meats and and different things that you can just dip into the batter, and then you deep fry it. I can, I can, I can hear the sound of malpractice lawyers <laughs> getting erections all over the country. But luckily, they have hired Northern Irish people to deal with us. Yeah, so yeah, it'll, right. it'll be fine. Go on down to our American <laughs> hot pot. Got, everybody got their own uh, thing. That is surprisingly good. I really thought when you took the pause there, you went, oh, I've not, I don't know. No, I was thinking about the troubles again for a moment. <laughs> um, Alistair's eyes rolled back into his head. <laughs> and then with, the, with only the whites of his eyes, he, he spoke in perfect <laughs> Northern Irish. <laughs> you, actually, you mentioned something earlier I wanted to touch on where you said, do Northern Irish people speak very fast? Mm. And this is a very like Northern Irish reference. But there is two specific Irish Northern Irish accents, which is Belfast, which obviously is the capital city, does have the very quick where they talk like, so this is as fast as we normally talk if we weren't in the company, people who aren't from Northern Ireland. Yeah. But then the people who live in the rural areas, which is Belsla. everyone else, yes, but they, <laughs> do, they genuinely talk like at a mind-numbingly slow pace, yeah. like where it's difficult to listen to. Well, uh, yeah. How many sketches you wrote down there? Like, <laughs> and it actually turns my stomach to have to listen. <laughs> it would be. It's like walking behind somebody who's slow, and you're like, "Oh, that's yes. awful!" You're like, because mm-hmm. you, you're already finishing your, their sentences mm-hmm. in your head. You're like, "Yes, uh, and the bridge. Yep. When you get to the bridge, <laughs> when you get to the bridge. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. And then, okay, yep, sure. And you so, go. Oh, I gotta go." Awful at like family events when my granda starts telling a story that I've heard before, but I have to look at my watch and think, I'm going to be here for 15 minutes <laughs> to hear about the time the donkey fell in the, the stream. Mm. And that's a very sad story, and I'm sure we could all figure it out for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me give me the like the Google keywords, and yeah. I reckon I could figure out what's going to happen. Mm. Donkey stream granda was upset. <laughs> was upset. <laughs> oh, did the, did the donkey drown? I, I like it. that you said that um, yeah. they feel like they'd be able to swim really well. <laughs> I mean, it just feels if you've got such a long neck that you're built for like walking through deep waters. Such a long neck. I don't think of the donkey as, as having a really like noticeably long neck. I mean, it's longer than a human's. Sure. Than the uh, neck of a it's, man. It's at least two to three times a human's, um, mm. a, yeah, human's neck. Who do you think has the most dangerous neck of all? Like a, a, a man? To- <laughs> I'm going to go out there and I'm going to hickey the most dangerous <laughs> neck of all. This Wait. is instead of instead of hunting an animal, hunting you have to game. kiss it on the lips. <laughs> yeah, so then you need an animal that has lips. You need well, or or where the lips would be, the lip okay. zone, yeah, the yeah. lip region, the mouth, the mouth end. Sure, I think a snapping turtle would be one mm. of the worst. Oh, ones. oh my god, yeah. they do scare me actually. Yeah, 
that yeah. your lips are gone. Like, yeah, there's there's no lips left after yeah. snapping turtles been out. You would have to go in with the li- lips retracted mm. like that to protect them. Mm. <laughs> but is that really a kiss then? Is that not just well? No, no. I think that they come out at the very last moment once yeah. you made contact oh, and you can so and you, you can control its its movement a little bit. You release the lips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're all screaming that in this nature documentary. <laughs> release the lips. I, I'm I'm interested to know whether or not you're right whether or not um that is considered kissing mm. if you pull the lips back in mm. you know but then if that's what is not that? considered what is that? that's just i mean you, you're making yourself look like a turtle mm. <laughs> they would find that more appealing <laughs> yeah this is probably we're probably describing the perfect way to kiss a turtle <laughs> that's true i didn't until we started i didn't realize there was a right way you know now what i you know what i love when somebody upon, kisses me i like if they shape their face to look a bit more like mine <laughs> You know, there's nothing better, and you know, and that's mm. the thing. And so the idea is that both people do that, and they mm. try to look a little bit more like the other person. And so as they kiss, it's like twins kissing, <laughs> identical twins. Oh, the dream. Wow. We've all been there. <laughs> We've all sought that. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like me kissing somebody <laughs> I'm more related to than anyone could ever be. <laughs> Step. Identical twin brother. Oh. <laughs> That's how you would get around it online. <laughs> but again, it's only kissing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's only, only kissing. kissing. It's only, and uh, also, it's only kissing with the skin above the lips. Yeah, <laughs> above that's right, yeah, because yeah. you, you, you both made yourself We've, look like a turtle, which is the perfect <laughs> midpoint. I mean, I think this is an exciting one. We're, we're working in um, what must be a very... Uh, the, the very bleeding edge of internet pornography, which is finding new ways for people to be intimately connected with one another without being blood relatives. Yeah. And ways to make it um, on one level okay, but on another level still quite naughty. Yeah. And the step identical twin <laughs> kissing but not with the lips. Yeah. <laughs> kissing with, but I want to know what you would call that, the 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 skin-covered cu- mm. the, the the skin-covered tooth lumps. Yeah, firm ter- tooth lumps. I wonder yeah. if the listeners are, are imagining what we're, we've been doing this whole well, time. Well, retra- we're pulling our lips into our own into mouths. Into our own mouths. So I- it's almost like there's a suction, mm. but, but it's all through the muscles of the lips. This is uh, the mouth that we're doing, the mouth that we're doing, a yes. lovely phrase, yeah. is what I would describe as um, how... Uh, a young person would in, would impersonate an old person, mm. yes. like like a toothless person. That's right. That, yeah, that's the kind of kissing we're doing. Yeah, yeah, mm. we're we're trying to. Yeah, exactly. We're doing that as so either somebody old or somebody with very poor dental hygiene who's mm. not taking care of their things, and then that facial structure uh, disappears and it all mm, sinks the in. The teeth and the cheeks just sort of sink in, like the- Chet Baker did after you know he uh, lost all his teeth and looked. T- I'm gonna say it. Not not as handsome <laughs> for my tastes. Yeah. Sure, you know, thank you. I think that if we were going in for a kiss, I think he would struggle to make his face look exactly like mine <laughs> to make give me the kind of kiss that I like. Of course, yeah, it's understandable. Um, now, before we wait, oh yeah, what was it? Kissing the neck of the <laughs> the most dangerous. Neck well, it was of, yeah. it was the mo- it was give a hickey to the most dangerous neck of all. But I then gonna, I made it just to yeah. to kissing animals on the lips. Well, that arose a question in my mind: is is an is a snake all neck, or is mm. that does it no longer become neck whenever there's no body after it? Mm. Do you mean is it just head and tail, or is that head? Well, it neck? depends. I guess it depends on which end you start looking from. <laughs> yeah, I guess right? that's true. If you <laughs> 
if you start looking from the the tail end, mm. then the the tail has the um, mm. gets to frame the debate. You know, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. History is written by the winners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first mover advantage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that definitely on a rattlesnake. That's, um, I mean, it's, it's hard oh, to yeah. call to a uh, you know, rattlesnake would be hard to say it's a rattle neck. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that that's, you know, but that he's you, rattling his neck. <laughs> I mean, but is that just like coccyx? Is that just kind of like a bit of spine Whoa. that he just uh, shakes? Sorry, I, I just got a real shiver there imagining yeah. someone shaking their head and oh. hearing the bones oh. of their neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rattle neck. Like that. And you go, whenever you're oh. in danger, like you're like, you just... <laughs> I think that could be a defensive mechanism. Oh, it would be. Yeah, mm. it's just it's just so off-putting. Oh. If if I was being, well, I was going to say if I was being mugged, but if I was mugging someone and they did that immediately, <laughs> I was like, well, no, thank you. Yeah. I'm not doing this. Oh, if you could like, if you had like one bone as well that just didn't have any cartilage mm. and you could grind the bones against <laughs> each other, I think that that would put off anybody. You could chase bad guys away. You could be a vigilante. <laughs> So this is a superhero (laughs) and his superpower is that he has no cartilage in his joints. Yeah. And he uses the viscerally unsettling sound of his bones grinding together. The bone Bone on bone, man. The bone grinder. The bone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've still got him down as rattleneck just so that you remember. (laughs) Yeah, of course. course. (laughs) Maybe that's how he discovers it. Yeah, that's right. It just starts with this. <laughs> like that, and then somebody runs away. This happens in primary school when mm. somebody's picking on him. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's walking around going, "Oh, Jesus, <laughs> holy shit!" Like that, but he uses it for good. Um, grinder. Oh. Yeah, I mean, well, I wonder why they were picking on him, this guy, <laughs> <laughs> with no cartilage and who talks like a very old man. <laughs> In primary school, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, but when when we were talking about vigilante, I've I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks, and not that much, but just these two words: mm. vigilante, fireman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do go on. Just wow. just because it doesn't it doesn't make any sense, but like <laughs> the idea that you would go put out fires that you see around the city, mm. <laughs> but then it would be like I guess you'd be extinguishing people's cigarettes and like cakes on oh, it, you know you're thinking like an extreme like a batman style yeah fireman. like a yeah, yeah. Ba- batman style he swings in through the window he puts out a, the fire in your fireplace mm-hmm. every candle Psh, in the house yeah, yeah, yeah. like that <laughs> this is him pinching like that you've got you've got like you know mm. rose petals on your bed and you're luring your beloved to you know luring to, to, yeah luring. Well, it's a good thing this vigilante <laughs> You tricking your You know what spider. beloveds are like. They see a trail of rose petals and yeah. they're compelled to follow it. You play a little, yeah, a little kazoo. <laughs> the most romantic of the most romantic. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. I think I'd play um um Oh, sorry, I'm thinking about the troubles again. Old Lang sign. I think that would be <laughs> <laughs> And I'm throwing petals out like this mm. and lure her this way, honey. And then like that. a lightning bolt outside in the shadow of yeah. the vigilante fireman's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the shadow's over my face like yeah. that. And I'm like, <sighs> like that. And then you hear these, it's completely dark now. Don't fuck. I don't know. He said, don't fuck. 
Yeah, wow. Is it is it is it is it is it, um, is it just fire he wants to extinguish, or sure. or any flame? Um, yeah, possibly <laughs> between yeah. us. Yeah, yes, the, the sparks of romance. Exactly. He yeah. doesn't he want could... any even metaphorical fires. That's <laughs> why he's such a vigilante. Um, yeah. Should I write this down? But then are the like the traditional firefighting forces? Are they warning people against taking not the law into their own hands, but the the smothering, taking uh, the, f- f- the literally taking the flames into your own hands and mm, extinguishing candles mm. with your hands and like that. And he's got little he's got that little flower that clowns have, and he uses that <laughs> like that. He could be a clown as well. I mean. <laughs> This idea is, if anything, getting more coherent. You could be a clown. Alison, I'll just write this down. I reckon underline it. I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon that there's someone on the inside of the fire? Inside the fire? No, no. no I'm at the, I'm at the fire, <laughs> firefighters, like, you're yeah. you know, on his side, like, how... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably the warden, the fire warden, warden. Gordon. Yeah, warden. <laughs> yeah, warden, Gordon, the warden. <laughs> and and he does, and he and this vigilante firefighter does speak with a very stereotypical Swedish accent. Of course, oh, he yeah. goes, "No, you are wa- warden, Gordon." <laughs> that's, that's what Swedish people very sound like. Stereotypical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. What about this monotypical? Mm. There we go. All right. Good night. Back in. Um, I'm trying to move away now from my from the uh, hour vigilante firefighter. <laughs> firefighter idea. Um, yeah, but no, you've been thinking about that for a few days. I mean, I've had those two words. I mean, mm. I didn't have him, you know, in my mind. He didn't mm. swing into people's houses yet mm. and extinguish the fire Well, I don't know if he'd swing in into heart. people's houses. I think he'd come down a pole. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he yeah. would jam a pole into the house. That would like be into the through the window. <laughs> yeah, no. no, just like straight through the roof. Just comes, just oh, smashes him yeah. down. And it slides down. <laughs> mm. <laughs> It'd be a very incredible sound to hear oh, yeah. smashing of a roof and then just... Like he's, so he's oh. not he's he's not really he's, he's wearing not, shorts he's so you can grippy. hear his thighs oh, no. <laughs> like sliding down the thing yeah. on the pole like that and he takes his pole with him when he leaves <laughs> <laughs> like that and he, so he climbs back up and he oh jeez and he slides it back out mm. and then he uses it to kind of like you know he drops it on the ground and then maybe he, pole vaults he pole sort vaults. Of swings across that would be good that would be good instead of it's sort of the opposite of Spider Man. Right, where oh, instead of yeah. swinging from the tops of buildings, mm-hmm. he, <laughs> pole vaulting, uh, uh, he sort oh. of pole vaults, and his he's, he doesn't he doesn't sling webs which are strong under tensile strength. Mm-hmm. He utilizes his ability to <laughs> shoot out poles which have oh, strong compressional out. strength. Ah, oh, compressional, compressional. Yeah. I just thought he had one pole. No, well, I, I don't know. He might. I think my guy might be able to shoot out the poles. <laughs> where do they come out of his wrist? I was going to say, his arms will look terrible. Because mm-hmm. Spider-Man's yeah. webs oh. at least capped kind of with a fluidy form. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the poles are... in the wrists. <laughs> and they're blunt. These are blunt poles that oh, burst yeah. through his the flesh skin. every time he shoots one. It'd be very oh. hard to keep a secret identity. Everyone like, Peter, your arms are so <laughs> dense and poly. <laughs> I mean, this is very getting very close to the to the... We had a version of, you know, maybe 200 episodes ago, mm. a version of Wolverine who would... 
push a, a like a, a, a rock out of his hand every time he needed to fight. And he was just like, Aah! like that. And it would come out like that. And it could be related. But he's a pole. So like, <laughs> what? I don't remember they're, that idea, but then does he just hit people with yeah, the rock? Yeah, he hits people with the rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and then the, as, a, as a like as a duo, when they used to be together, probably when they started out as... Mm. Wolverine as, as, and, and, and rock. This guy, and this, well, <laughs> rock hand. No, no, rock hand is the they're Wolverine rock hand mm. and pole vaulting, mm. pole, pole hand guy. Yeah. They probably, when they started out, they're probably, I wouldn't be surprised if they were a uh, step identical twin brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they were called sticks and stones oh, back in those days. Good. Yeah, because I was wow. going to say I think Wolverine rock hand and pole hand bad are not great. <laughs> no, 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 no. But sticks and stones. Sticks I'm and very stones. and they may yeah. break your bones. They will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But later on, they will either extinguish your <laughs> your flame and mm. Wolverine stone rock Wolverine will will still break your bones. Mm. No, I, yeah, I just I just like yeah I like that vision of the poles crashing down to earth and somebody. Mm. You know, swinging mm. pole vault style from think, the rooftop. I think it's a very funny image to me out of pole vault man just getting tripped up because that's the thing with <laughs> yeah, Spider Man, yeah. right? Is Spider Man yeah. is so agile in the air, even if he falls, he's normally able to catch himself. Yeah. Yeah, but sure. pole vault oh. man's gonna get be getting knocked over constantly. He's oh. basically on stilts on hands, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's getting tangled in like electrical wires that are very high <laughs> yes. up. So he's like, whoa. He lands on the electrical wires, and I guess he's he's just made a rubber suit so that he you know he's like I'm not gonna almost die again from you know being like again because it absolutely did happen. It's happened many times, yeah. <laughs> and he's been revived, but that's the thing with getting electrocuted is that it does stop your heart, but then it starts your heart again because the electricity keeps going through, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's short enough, maybe. remember about five minutes ago you said I'm trying to get away from, <laughs> from this idea. From yeah, vigilante firefighter. I know, but he's you know it's such a he's got such a uh, he's got a, a hold deep. over us in yeah. some way. He's got his siren song <laughs> played on the kazoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it interesting that the word siren, yeah. or you know, like a, a, a fire siren or whatever, was originally? Uh, mm. Would have come from the sirens of Greek mythology, mm. whose, whose heavenly song lured you towards them. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, sorry, I'm, I'm going to finish the sentence. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows where it's going, are and you everybody from, knows are you how from, unsatisfying Andy. it's going to be Andy, when I get there. It's just great to hear somebody from Belslow uh, <laughs> speak live. <laughs> Um, but now the siren is played mm-hmm. to, if not make you run away, at least pull over to the side of the road and allow the sirens to pass. That happened to us this very day. Going up Sydney Road today. There you go. That's right. I've been showing uh, Stu all of the sights and scenes of... Uh, I've seen all the stupid old studios today. Yeah. Uh, well, mostly from a distance. From but. a distance, yeah. One one didn't even see, but he saw, the, <laughs> he saw the beginning of the street and the sign that said street closed. Mm. But he did see the one where our children were uh, were made in. <laughs> I don't think I conceived any children. Oh, you didn't? I, I In that in that. In oh, I was going to yeah. say, I was like, Zandi, I have terrible news. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you have a, quite a few. In, in case anybody who isn't in the Discord uh, has not seen this in the Discord, I thought that there was a great nickname for Andy. Uh, that came up in the Discord, which was Coney, because Andy has an army of children. <laughs> I didn't see that in the Discord. Well, that is very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coney 2012, yes. that's how many children I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coney Matthews. Mm. Mm. Does that sound good? Does it remind you of anybody else's name? 
Well, Cody Matthews. Oh, I guess it sounds a bit like my dad's name. Yeah. Um, He's it, also called Coney. <laughs> <laughs> He's called Coney Bathiers. <laughs> which is confusing. why that's such a good pun. <laughs> when uh, you were mentioning my last name earlier on, my brother's nickname in school for a while was Coney because of McKeown and because of how oh. people said it like you were, it was McCone. McCone. So he yeah. got called Coney for a while. And then around 2012, that stopped very suddenly. Sure. Oh, I mean, <laughs> It's I would double it down because he moved to Africa and became a warlord. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't actually know what he was doing with the kids. You know, maybe he's doing something important. That's true. He could yeah. have been doing something. He could have been, yeah. you know, sewing maybe blankets this for the area. unfortunate. <laughs> maybe this is a good area for sure. I mean, look, I mean, I don't know enough about African history personally, but mm. I feel like this is pretty safe. But I do know enough professionally. <laughs> Wait. Personal, professional. Oh, personal. I don't yeah, know yeah, enough, I know personally. enough prof- professionally. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's. I feel like I've heard uh, Tony Matthews do a joke like that before. Um, oh, yeah. It sounds like something my my elder would say. Stop. I was thinking about nepotism. Yeah. And I was thinking it's a shame it really only goes one way. I think it would be great for young people who are successful to keep mm. giving careers to people who in their family who are older and yeah. older than them, yeah, yeah. casting their fathers who then pass on, are able to then cast and give careers to their grandfathers sure yeah oh and like and then go into even the old the elderly like yeah. dead uh i don't know about going into yeah. the dead i think then the idea gets a bit sort of um confusing but mm, but that's where i like it but i think that is where <laughs> you like it because so. i mean imagine getting your great-grandfather a job mm. you know or you get him in a very high up position mm-hmm. in a yes. in a sort of like a law firm or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. but it is just his coffin and then it's open <laughs> and it's at behind a desk mm. and you go oh what the fuck is that and they go oh that's you know the you know director he's the, one he's of the, the partners how did he get this job. how did he get this job well, <laughs> there's a great business to be had with yeah. being the guy who marionettes all the dead relatives <gasps> and i have course. the perfect name for it and i will just say i have come up with this idea many years ago yeah, yeah. abracadavers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the abracadavers and that's that's the kind of the great thing it's like one of those people who like takes care of like uh one of those cats that's been left a lot of like a million dollars or whatever <laughs> yeah. when somebody died when their owner died yeah, yeah and you go yes all the money's going to the cat <laughs> that is still alive that is still alive yeah <laughs> do, do, do. here i am brushing it with this gold brush and things like that but then yeah. to be able to like to sort of puppet like, it yeah puppet mm. being like mm. a bernie at sanders bernie, 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 at, sanders. <laughs> bernie, bernie at sanders, sanders. house <laughs> A weekend at Bernie's was that bad to me? Weekend at Bernie's is what I was trying to do. But now I'm imagining a comedy film where it is Bernie Sanders at the Colonel Colonel Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Bernie Sanders has died at at KFC and everyone's trying not to let everyone do. Well, it could just be people are are like bringing Bernie Sanders to Colonel Sanders' house against his will because he doesn't want to be near any capitalists. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. of course. And they're like making him seem like he's really into it and they're opening up in his mouth. But is he dead? No, no, he's alive. He's alive, okay. But he just really doesn't want to be. It sounds like he doesn't have a lot of agency. (laughs) He's not dead. He's certainly not doing well. We're not saying it's a good thing. We're just saying it's happening. (laughs) I'm really having a great time here. I really like KFC. (laughs) It's possible to create art that depicts people 
can, uh, undertaking acts that you don't personally agree with. Yeah. Okay. That's why Nabokov could write Lolita. That's right. And that's why we're able to come up with Bernie at Sanders. <laughs> I'm not saying it's good for people to do this to Bernie Sanders. No, I don't think no. so either. Yeah. But I'm saying that if you were to get him mm. at Colonel Sanders' house <laughs> while he was alive. What I'm saying is that this work of art addresses and discusses important issues that would otherwise be unaddressed. Like, what would it be like <laughs> if someone did take Bernie Sanders to Colonel Sanders' house and marionette him like it was weekend at Bernie's, even though he's still alive? I mean, we should be able to have these discussions. And if we can't mm-hmm. as a society, yeah. then we risk. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Anyway. it's Yeah, it's a free speech issue. Yeah. 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 It is. I really find the the image in my head of Bernie Sanders <laughs> trying to fight back <laughs> while some people are just holding him still, making him eat mm. chicken very to... as much as it's also very upset. Yeah, <laughs> while he's still kind of yelling, they're having to yell louder, <laughs> louder. and to make his voice still to do it while doing his voice. He's going, he's going, release me. I don't want to be here. This is, this is, I'm here against my will. So police arrest these people. And then over the top, they're going, I am enjoying this. This is a great time. May I have another piece of chicken? Thank you. Like that. And they're making, putting chicken in his mouth. Mm. Like this. <laughs> like, I assume he's a vegetarian. I, don't, I assume he probably wouldn't be into that. Do you think that's the worst? Do you think that's why he wouldn't yeah. be into it? Yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> like, be into it. Like, I'm really not into this because I'm a because vegetarian. The rest I, of the stuff I could take or leave. I could the take piloting it. my body against my will. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, sometimes you just gotta you just gotta make it and yeah. then see how it goes. Yeah, I mean you gotta I mean I would be interested to see what are the circumstances that lead. You know, like, you know what I would really like is I would love that to be the opening scene, right? That's happening to Bernie there. We're dropped in the middle of the action. This is great filmmaking. Yeah. Drop, you know, Tarantino-esque. We're dropped right in the middle of the action. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then cuts cut one week earlier. Perfect, <laughs> then, yeah. We depict the chain of events that has led to some people having to do this. Yeah, having to do it. Like they've got no other choice. When when it does the one week earlier as well, to Mm. to echo the Tarantino filmmaking, Mm. the first shot was it's just a black background, but then you realize that the the camera is inside a bucket of chicken. (laughs) They left the lid off and you can see the three characters looking into the bucket. Perfect. Yeah, we're we're all out of chicken. Yeah, and then it just comes up (laughs) Bernie and Sanders. Sanders. That is a very that is a very yeah. fun creative technique, I think, which is yeah. to cre- it's just to imagine a, a stupid situation <laughs> that your people could be in, and then go oh. back and write the. Mm. I guess you're wondering how I got here. Yeah. Kind of. Maybe That's- maybe Bernie Sanders turns to the camera <laughs> and says that. <laughs> I suppose, but against his will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. I suppose you're wondering. Hello. It's a great, it's a great Patreon bonus episode of Nothing Else. Mm. <laughs> Five mm. ideas Bernie Sanders wouldn't enjoy being part of. <laughs> <laughs> 
submit it. Please submit your Patreon. Just do it, Alistair. You can write it down. You can submit it. You submit it. You'll get to it eventually. I I have I have proof that the three points from a listener thing is done against the rules that Al says. So I don't think that me submitting a Patreon wait, idea is... Wait, wait, you have proof? Wait. Yeah, because one time I just asked you if I could give you three and you oh, said yeah. yes. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it's just like, I was going to maybe break the rules today as well. Wait, wait, I just got to write down this Sanders. Sanders. I've got to write this down in detail. He wouldn't like... Um, I yeah. I mean... I wonder, you know, if, if we were to turn... Oh, this is going to be a difficult concept to explain. Yeah, I'm, but I'm like, locked in. But, you know, the to weekend at Bernie's um, someone mm. has become, I think, a, you know... A, a, a very popular a, trope, it's, but it's you don't own, see it that concept. much. No, you don't. I don't think you see it actually played out mm. all that much, no. But, um, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, what is the, the hamburger version of weekend at Bernie's, which is... The idea that to to turn the hamburger, the concept of a hamburger, into a more broadly, God, I'm in I'm in trouble. I think there should be okay. So this is it. Andy, I think, say okay. you were thinking about the troubles. <laughs> say you were thinking about the troubles. Thinking about my troubles. Yeah. Um, Hamburgering, right? The noun to hamburger something, mm-hmm. um, I think, means to take the end or a part of a word and turn it itself into a category of things or an approach to something. So uh, you can then have a fish burger, you can have a veggie burger. Yeah, you've taken the burger part, which itself originally had no meaning, but you've yeah. turned it into a suffix. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I wonder if, I mean, we say weekend at Bernie's Zing. Somebody, mm. but it feels like that's not. Um, it should be just Bernie's Bernieing. Yeah, or it should be weekend atting. Weekend you know, adding, so yeah. like if you wanted to, um, this is a bad example, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you wanted to weekend at Bernie's Bernie Sanders, I think you would just call that weekend at Bernie Sanders. I, I regret everything <laughs> about this discussion. I know, but I guess I mean you could do you know weekend at burgers. Right. Okay, go and, on. And then this is somehow, <laughs> this is not good. But I'm just no. saying, like, I'm just trying to, you know, take your idea and. Make but it I, into I something. love that you are you are absolutely taking this bullet for me. Yeah, Alistair, we can, by carrying my burden. You Andy, say, Andy, yeah, yeah. it has become too heavy for once, you to carry. Once an once an idea, lay your terrible sketch premise yeah. upon me, and <laughs> I will carry it for you. You are very much the Jesus Christ of sketch ideas. That's right. I, I I'm not I'm not afraid to. Mm. give out the worst sketch idea of all time mm. you know um has anyone done that podcast the worst you, sketch idea of all time you 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 get to the end of your podcast with jesus christ <laughs> and you look back on the waveform of the podcast yeah. uh you know the the two channels that you've recorded your podcast on with, and you see there's only jesus one wave you see that for some times <laughs> the the what felt like the most creatively dry sections of the podcast. Mm. There is only one waveform, and yeah. you say, "Jesus Christ, where were you in the riff for me?" Yeah, when I needed you most. When I needed you most. <laughs> when I was doing weekend at Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Jesus says, "That's when I carried the riff." That's why he was doing it by he himself. Was doing he was, I was doing both voices. Yeah, yeah, I guess. In your mic. Yeah. <laughs> I had put you to sleep. Yeah, it doesn't uh, make sense. Injected your neck. <laughs> I think it makes more sense than Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. 
weekend at burgers is where you're trying to convince somebody that there is a, such a thing as a talking burger. Mm. <laughs> I, I, and, I completely different. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I was just, you know, and then that somehow he was like, this was a burger, a speaking, talking burger that everybody, yeah, everybody thought loved. was very lo- loved. It was a beloved was popular. talking <laughs> burger. <laughs> and then, mm. but, but somehow <laughs> everybody believed that he was a talking burger before you ever animated it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he actually was a talking burger. Yeah. I think he has to have been a talking burger. Yeah. For some reason, um, a, a burger making genius invented yeah. a talking burger and then the talking burger inventing genius died horribly. Right. But his creation, much like Edward Scissorhands, mm. lived on the talking burger. Everybody loves the talking burger. Okay. In a difficult and divided world, Maybe it's the it, talking burger that was every, real... brought everybody together. See. But then you accidentally eat the talking burger. <laughs> oh, now no. you have to pretend that the talking burger is still alive because <laughs> the Pope is coming to dinner. And he's excited to meet the talking burger. See, we I went in a very similar way to you. That was crazy how accurate our oh, ideas yeah, were. Okay. Except I was thinking it was like uh, um, Jack Frost idea, where the inventor of like one of the great burger chefs of all time died mm. and somehow became a talking burger. <laughs> okay. Like his spirit went into the last burger he uh, did, really and good. everyone had to keep it alive. And then someone was like, "I think I could probably just have a bit." <laughs> and then it was too late. And the, the oh, burger gone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a very fragile burger, <laughs> yeah. a talking burger, and you needed every single piece of him. You had just yeah. thought, if I have one bite, oh, and that's perfect it. for why the Pope's coming because he's like, well, the spirits inhabited this yeah. burger, so yeah. I've got to come. I mean, it feels like a talking bur- burger could be a thing that if you were in a cult, there would be a photo of a burger with little googly eyes on it <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. center, and you're like, mm. oh, it's the supreme burger. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, when it's time to all meet the burger. Mm. The weekend go, oh my God, burgers. weekend at burgers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's going to go to the burgers mansion. Um, this has become even strange, you know. If it's a cult where everyone worships a burger, yeah. and you are the guy who's like the been talking the earthly the, communication, yeah, part, and you prophet. realize you've eaten the burger, so you now have to pop out a burger for the yeah. to convince people to join your cult. Yeah, maybe you believed that there was a talking burger, and you just realized at the end that you were f- fucking insane. And then, so then you're like, oh shit. I have built a whole thing. You have a moment this. of clarity. Yeah. <laughs> One moment, yeah. I guess that's what happened to religious people. They have an epiphany of some sort. But that's the op- opposite of an epiphany, right? Well, I mean, to realize that there is no talking burger feels like, <laughs> if you didn't realize that, it feels like it's a huge epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> I think epiphany mean, is in, in a, religious, a religious epiphany is traditionally one where you realize that God is real or that your that your faith should be stronger or that there's something there. Sure. But the moment where you realize that the talking burger isn't really a talking yeah. burger. Hmm. Well, I think that there's a chance that you were in a religion, but you had a regular epiphany that was not religious. Okay, <laughs> sure. Oh, that's the problem. Like, you can't always control the types of epiphanies, <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, should I write down uh, Weekend at Burgers? Yeah. <laughs> I think Weekend at Burgers is good. I think you could write down Weekend at Burgers. Sure. I don't think that's a sketch as much as a film. I think that's yeah. a, a very sure, yeah. weird, oh, like, absurdist I do, film. I do right? love yeah. the idea of a, a burger chef dying and his spirit <laughs> yeah. going into one of the burgers yeah, yeah. That does but i like fun. then the idea of it extending even more so to them the cult that worship the burger and mm. him just being like i'm just a normal guy that's trying to get to heaven <laughs> yeah but they're all worshiping him and then one of the guys eats that burger and then he has to convince um, all the I rest of the cultists be, the burger's still alive i think it would be disappointing if you were a sentient talking burger <laughs> 
but you had no additional insights into the nature of reality. <laughs> yeah. And then people would, I don't know why, but I feel like they would assume that you would have access to some kind of higher knowledge or yeah. at least a different perspective on things. But the fact that you're just a regular guy and you don't want these followers. You know how I think he would eat it is that, he would come home drunk one night mm. and the burger would just be sleeping on the, the burger. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's just a regular burger. Yeah. Like that. Because it probably it probably lives in a burger shop, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Sleeps uh, above a McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so then he's like, oh, I'll just eat this. And then mm. in the morning he's like, wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Mm. What have I done? Funds the crumbs on his belly or whatever. Mm. I, don't I thought stick. it tasted extra savory. Saviory. Saviory. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to stick too much to Weekend of the Burgers, no. but do you think the spirit would then go into him? <gasps> Maybe into his shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. Then he, oh, then he has... you can't digest the spirit. It just passes straight through you. <laughs> but that would be great, right? Because then if again, for Weekend at Burgers, mm. the whole first day where he's puppeting the burger, and then he's like, I'm, I've had such a bad day, I have to go just sit down and have a think, goes and takes a shit that he hears the voice again. Mm. Yeah, and then he and has then he... to shape it into a burger <laughs> patty. <laughs> yeah. And then... Try to get rid of the stench so that he can then put it into a, a, an actual <laughs> burger again and then just make it work. But then that burger just keeps telling everyone that he ate me. So he has to then oh, pop it at no, like Bernie they, Sanders. Yeah, they, <laughs> they turn him around. They, they turn him against him. <laughs> this is actually a really good movie. Yeah, really because <laughs> you, really you get like one or two days where he has to puppet the burger. <laughs> but then you get the, then you get the mm. shit come out. Mm. I mean, you think then he would have thought, I could just flush this and get rid of all these problems. But then he was like, oh, I can fix this. I, I no, won't need a, to pop it anymore. I think there is a simpler version, perhaps, <laughs> yeah. of this movie that maybe doesn't, I'm oh, sorry <laughs> if this corrupts the idea in any way, but actually doesn't involve any burgers. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I don't like this already. Wait, is this, Ber are you just doing Bernie at Sanders? He's <laughs> <laughs> doing Weekend. Yeah. <gasps> it's... <laughs> the weekend. Do you think if they did a legacy sequel to Weekend at Bernie's, do you think it would be called Bernie's or Weekend or mm. at Bernie's? Because that's what you do when you do a legacy sequel. No, no, you no. take out some of the key words yeah. from week, the title. Or at. Yeah, week week Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> we took out the end at. Um uh, or mm, the weekend. This is at my Bernie Sanders. <laughs> this is my pitch. Is a movie in which Jesus Christ comes back to Earth. He returns to Earth. Okay, it is the second coming. Mm -hmm. But then, and 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 much like in the Bean movie, you know the original mm -hmm. Mr. Bean yeah. movie, in which he accidentally destroys Whistler's mother and then has to <laughs> recreate Whistler's mother from a poster and some egg whites. Right. Um, we have. Uh, Jesus comes back, right? And then it's a farce. The Pope accidentally kills Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And funny. then he has to try and everybody, he's told everyone Jesus is back, right? And yeah. Jesus is going to be returning, you know, and, and appearing before the, the masses. Mm. But now the Pope, I mean, I love a, 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 a Pope farce <laughs> in which the Pope is yeah. running around trying yeah. to, mm -hmm. you know, weekend at Bernie's. 
Jesus Christ. Especially if he, he hits them accidentally with one of the big scepters one of the or something big like scepters. that. <laughs> yeah. you know? very, very good as well, because normally the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then the third day would be Monday and he'd probably just come back. <laughs> be yeah. great. But he's he spends get the, the weekend. whole weekend trying to be like, oh, he's still alive. And then he just, Jesus just sets <laughs> yeah. up. He's like, what have you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. He, do you think the Pope would dress up as Jesus and try to give a sermon? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that balcony he does the sermons on a room is very high up. It's yeah, very hard to see him. Yeah. Yeah. There are I, good I, cameras, I, though, these days. I do I think he know. would probably, <laughs> in my mind, I think he's probably propping up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> propping up Jesus and wiggling him around. <laughs> It's like a broom off the back. I guess, of his I guess he has to make well, he has to make a kind of a crucifix oh, yeah. type thing, <laughs> yeah. tying two broom handles together. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to say nail Christ to yeah. this thing so he can wiggle him like a scarecrow, yeah. but maybe yeah. maybe just tie his wrists to it. I mean, you could use a crucifix as a pretty good marionette tool again. Oh yeah, I mean, could you get the pope way up higher than him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, because that, that is a really good thing. You just get a bit of string on there. Just on you, just he would take one of the crosses off of the exactly, wall, exactly. Yeah, like that, and just get some <laughs> <laughs> like this. And he's already got another Jesus on this one, too. He's like, Ooh. he's like, which one? It's like, oh, yeah, that's and would it be one to one with the arm moving that arm? Uh, I mean, probably. Mm. I, I think you need one to wiggle the head, I think, and then you use one can wiggle the legs. <laughs> what? You know how they do that thing when they name the new pope, they change the smoke to white smoke mm. to signify it's the new pope? Yeah. Mm. When I was in high school, a friend of mine thought that that's, that was the sign that God had picked the pope and that they just had lined up a load of priests. And they all oh, just sat wow. in the chair. And then when the smoke went white, they're like, well, I guess you're the pope. <laughs> wow. And I really love the idea of every priest in the world, when the pope dies, is forced to fly to the Vatican and just queue And up. they walk <laughs> through. Yeah. It's sort of musical chair yeah. style. When the pope turns white, when the smoke turns white, <laughs> yeah. you're the pope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all start clapping. Mm. What's that a song? Is that what refer- What song is that reference? I have no idea. I don't know where <laughs> that came the from. When the smoke so, turns white, you're the pope. pope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, it, my brain was like, do, do something to the tune of the Musical Chairs song. And I did it. But then my brain was like, what musical chairs? There is no Musical Chairs song. Yeah, but I like that you're The Musical Chairs one. song burned down 50 years ago. Yeah. What are you talking about? There's not been Musical Chairs here for years. For 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's a chance that we might have enough sketch ideas. I reckon so, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, so we, would you be okay if we go to three words from a listener? I want to talk a bit more about Bernie at said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I love that. Now, I thought that maybe you could just provide three words since you are a listener. I mean, right. I know you're not here in your listener capacity. Yeah, you're here no, in right. your speaker capacity. We'd like to, Stu, mm-hmm. we'd like to speak to the listener. <laughs> to okay. the listener, no listener within you. <laughs> No problem. Um, all right, I have got three words in my head, Andy, if you'd mm. like to guess them as for the rules. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> okay, the first word is undercarriage. It does begin with a vowel. Oh, it investigate. Wow. Investigate, oh, okay. that's good, investigate. Okay. Investigate. Underwater. The second word was Goat. Oh no! <laughs> Investigate goat crime. <laughs> the third word was portmanteau. <laughs> <laughs> investigate. Well, it makes me think investigate. Exactly. Is is this what you were hoping for? Yeah. It is sort of investigate, <laughs> more or less. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, investigate. It's a shame that that we had Inspector Rex, but we didn't. We didn't 
explore the um there are no shows where uh where a goat is the star is there not that i can think are they just too difficult to 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 train and to deal with and to they're famously just very gruff right they're just a very like temperamental animal i feel yeah and they're always eating everything yeah now the word gruff where did you get that from what made you associate that with goats no let me think Because like gruff, does that mean that it just means grumpy? It does feel like that's an investor, like yeah. something an investigator would be. Are, are goats the only gruff animal? Yeah. A gruffalo, but that's not. It's fictional. Of course, that's yeah, fictional. Yeah. No, of course. Let's not be ridiculous. Let's not. Let's not. Yeah, let's not. Be too Keep it silly. grounded. But I mean, like, what 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 is a traditionally grumpy animal? Mm, I think. I mean, you think of bears, I guess, as being grumpy. Yeah, I, but they also look like silly billies. They sometimes. do look like silly billies, and they have a bit of fun. They yeah. respond to waves. I've found out. If you like, wave at a bear, it will wave back. It will wave back. I mean, it's not <laughs> everyone. Just, every single, every one. single one of them, I guarantee yeah. that now. There was that. <laughs> if, if you see a bear, it doesn't wave back to you. You're the problem. Yeah, <laughs> you've you done go, something. Oh no. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? I mean, there's that bit at the end of Grizzly Man. Have you seen Grizzly Man? I think many years ago. Yeah. And Does then, he wave to the bear? Well, where you know, because he spends all his time with the bears, mm. and then I think he ends up at some point where the bears are very hungry. And they're sure. not bears that know him. Mm, and I think like that he, storm. yeah, and then he, <laughs> he does not get out of that situation. Okay. And um, Werner Herzog says to whoever has the video camera that he just listened to the audio of. He goes, you must promise me you will never listen to this. This is terrible. That kind of thing. Oh, God. Um, so they might be a bit gruff. <laughs> <laughs> what I would thought you were going with that was the idea of that happening, right? And yeah. then like a camera just trailing along like the outline of like a handprint, etc. Yeah. And it just pans up to a goat in a trilby. <laughs> <laughs> the goat just chewing like a little bit of cod or something, it, just like another one. <laughs> not another one. Yeah. I know who did this. <laughs> I think the problem with a goat as an investigator is yeah. that they would probably eat a lot of the evidence. Mm. See, I think that's where the comedy comes from. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I do like that. I like the idea of them calling in the investigator. Yeah. Like, they're like, well, look, we've done all we can here. We've got to get a specialist in. <laughs> they show him the evidence. He looks at it, looks up at them, starts eating the but evidence. <laughs> I mean, that's how good he is, is that he can keep getting rid of all of the evidence <laughs> and then still get his guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he gets a conviction, but he can still find the right guy. <laughs> Uh, he never gets conviction. Never gets. He's like, this is the guy, but like that's all I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna walk free, but we know, we know he definitely, it's definitely did it. him. And in a way, justice has been served in that regard, and that we all know who the criminal is. We can't mm. report on it because mm. that will be uh, that will be defamation. And we, you know, and you could get out of defamation if you had a proof that it was true. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, all right. <laughs> yeah i mean i uh something i have been uh considering in the realm of um murders and serial killers is whether or not if they announce that there's a serial killer on the loose whether or not that should actually be considered good news because uh, if there's been a bunch of murders there's been 10 murders recently mm-hmm. you have the possibility that either um, there are ten murderers out there, or there's one, um, one prolific serial killer. Yeah. And I wonder, like, is it on the balance? Is it better news for society hmm. that actually we've consolidated all of our psychopaths into one easy to manage serial killer, yeah. rather than having a you know multiple uh, yeah. and to confront the essential darkness that is at the heart of all 
humanity. It's that to, any of us are capable of murder. Mm. Trying to find the murder to person ratio. What's mm. the perfect? What's line? the? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because there are benefits, right? There's benefits if there's 10 murderers, uh, then you get to have a few more convictions. That looks good on your record. <laughs> sure, you know, yeah. more I mean, from the point of view of the police. But yes. it's also less work to just get one guy, mm. you know, not have to hunt down, don't have to use as many resources. But I think mm. also you'd probably get more praise to take down a serial killer. You get more praise, that's true. Mm. But is it is it equivalent to the praise of having got down 10, 10 people? Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. Oh, really I guess it depends the on the type of murder also. Yeah, you know I mean? that's true. Well, I guess that if also... it was really gentle, kind murder, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, it was more like, you know, do they have any reasoning whatsoever to be violent at this moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, obviously there's no reason... That is valid to murder. <laughs> Sorry to be crazy here. No, no, no. I mean, but I mean, are, are there any are there any justified serial killers yeah. where they were just in a series of situations? They're yeah. still a series, so they're still a serial killer. But in every situation, it was an un. It, that it was it was justified homicide based on this unlikely situation that they got themselves into. This seems more like a serial manslaughter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like that yeah. serial manslaughterer. <laughs> a person uh, who is just so ill prepared for regular life that they keep accidentally killing people. Yeah, like just park it, at the top of hills and doesn't know how to put the handbrake yeah. on things like that. Like like manslaughter through self defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's one of the possibilities. So. Yeah, like you know, you're like, oh well, you know, like I mean, I mean, I guess if you were somebody who a lot of people in town didn't like, mm. you know, <laughs> you very know. excited to see where this. Yeah, is. I don't know, you know, if just a lot of people in the, and they and they keep trying to hurt you mm. real bad, mm-hmm. you know, running you down with their car and sure. things like that. Yeah. And then in self-defense, you, you fight back. Yeah, you or you yeah. know, even if you like, let's say you get out of the way as it's trying to run you down, and it hits a tree. And so you got down. out of the way in self-defense. Yeah. <laughs> Is that still? <laughs> I mean, self-defense. I don't think it would be manslaughter if someone was trying to drive you over the car. And you I moved think. And then I mean, I would love to meet the lawyer who will take that case on, where they're like, this person, if they hadn't stepped out of the way. Their body could have stopped that car from hitting that <laughs> yeah, tree. Or would have cushioned the blow. <laughs> cushioned the blow. This is, at least on some level, they're culpable. <laughs> I mean, everybody in town way, hates him. But and so the judge is like, I'm going to allow this. <laughs> <laughs> but again, this would have to happen like at least three times for him to be a serial. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he gets off. He somehow gets <laughs> <Yeah>. off in <laughs> the first one, you know, in this one. And so he's like, phew. I think the hard thing with catching a serial accidental manslaughter <laughs> would be that there would be no calling card, right? Apart from the fact that you know, because they wouldn't have a modus operandi, it would be unrelated mm. events, mm. right? And ma- yeah. But maybe the genius goat detective, that's what they spot. <laughs> they realise that the thing that links these together is that there's no common <laughs> thread. There's yeah. no- he realises he's not eating the same bit of evidence twice this week. Yeah. These, <laughs> these are all unrelated. These are all unrelated. <laughs> Every single look at the look at these. Look at the look at how we haven't used up any of the red thread on the spool <laughs> over there. Not a single one of these pieces of, of, of evidence is connected in any way. Yeah, all... so then he, he tries to find a connection between every single person in the town, and mm. there's only one person that doesn't have a connection to anyone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it has to be. <laughs> like, I think it's we everybody hates that guy. 
Yeah, that's also very funny for mm-hmm. investigators to do a lot of very heavy lifting detective work. And someone goes, I reckon it's just the guy everyone hates. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, one guy shoots at him with a shotgun mm-hmm. and he, I guess he dodges. He du- he ducks down and it ricochets off of a metal thing. Yeah, the shotgun does. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Not, not all the, the pellets. The gun, all the, the pellets. All the pellets ricochet off a concave surface. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they yeah, reflect a, sh- back, a satellite dish. A satellite dish. <laughs> they reflect back concentrated yeah. into one point. Like that. Yeah. Someone. So has just a single dot <laughs> where all the all the all the uh, shotgun pellets have gone through one after another mm. in series instead of in parallel. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great one for strange unit unit. Oh yeah, <laughs> a nice headshot. This weird crime <laughs> guy who is hated. Mm. Um, I think would, that's perfect. Yeah, great. Oh, sure. Thank you very much for those words, by the way. That's no problem. I was really um, tempted to do Midnight Gazebo Club because that's on my T-shirt, but I thought Andy might figure it out <laughs> after midnight. I don't think I would. Yeah. I'm not that perspicacious. Is, is this uh, your band? It's it's literally nothing. Okay, great. Wow. <laughs> it's something we made up at university, and I just keep wearing the T-shirt. Wow, that's yeah. great. I mean, just even having a T-shirt that lasts still, from it university. It still fits you from university. Yeah. It's very well, impressive. It's no sleeves now, as you can see. Oh. I've really cut a lot of holes in it to make sure. it fit. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have arms in university? No. Oh. I got yeah. those. They came in later. Yeah, these are new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got my adult arms. Um, now, oh, that'd how- be really something. If you're, if, like, if you had to get adult limbs, if mm. your baby legs fall off... <laughs> Yeah. And your adult legs come out feet first, slowly yeah. pushing through. <laughs> what? There, is what? that breech? Mm. They would, come out breech feet first. Sorry. Would you have to get an adult torso or would the torso and head be the only things that remain? I think that, I mean, I assume adult head. Oh. <laughs> your baby head falls off and your adult head emerges. You know what always makes me feel anxious is thinking about having an exoskeleton and having to get out of it to shed it. It would mm. feel so good when you're out, though. Yeah. I mean, it would be But that bit horrible. where you're partially out and you're like, I'm stuck. There must be so many crabs and stuff like that that just die, like, partially yeah. out. Mm. Just like... Mm. Really shows you how I've been, like, ruined by social media or, like, yeah. by car current like movies and mm. stuff when you said that i just assumed you meant like a big mac suit a big max oh <laughs> yeah max suit like yeah. a robot thing and i was like oh yeah that would be scary yeah, that would... and then you start talking about crabs and i was like what, what? what are you talking about <laughs> but yeah i mean think the the mech suit is the is very much the yeah i guess it literally is an exoskeleton yeah. isn't it but i think the <laughs> the, the, oh. the vision of i guess either knights in shining armor or futuristic <laughs> mech warriors um, who have grown too big for their mech suits. <laughs> yeah. Cracking so, their way out and crawling limp and, and, so and fleshy onto the ground, so vulnerable. To, uh, <laughs> Until their new people mech suit. Instead of bird in. mech yeah. suits mm, swoop by. swooping down. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, do you mind if I go through the sketch ideas? Yeah, let's do it. I wish you right. would. We've got business Irish or disclaimer Irish, mm. and this is going to be a new line of work for. Uh, to in the United States of America, I'm thinking. Mm. Um, but really any it, United States. Yeah, yeah, you're you're in the United Kingdom. Correct. Now, is it many kingdoms or it's one kingdom that's united? Uh, I think it's one kingdom and it's very barely united, mm. I would say. Yeah. It's and, tenuously united. But they're all c- separate countries. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I but believe Northern Ireland is referred to as a principality. Oh, right. So yeah. it's 
So it's like a state hmm. or or a, a pro. In many ways, it is the United States of Britain. Yeah, mm. yeah. But then, yeah. I but was, then the United Arab Emirates. That one is like these are multiple sort of kingdoms. So that that is like a United Kingdoms. Oh, I think we should change that to U- UK. Yeah. I'll bring it up when I get home. Do, do you like, mind? Yeah, no Just problem. Just at the, the border. The yeah. United British Emirates, are you interested um, taking that on? I mean, I personally, are, I'm not interested because I okay. refer to myself as being Irish normally. But if yeah. any other Brits listening want yeah. to, they're, they're welcome to. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm yeah. happy to deal with the logistics of it. <laughs> Thank get you. Across Thank the you. I mean, this could, I don't know, I, I, I'm not really across the geopolitics of it all, but I know you've been having a lot of trouble with Brexit and the, you know, the Good Friday That's all agreement and that sort of thing. This could, no, it's been fine. This could solve it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is exactly it. Mm. This think, is what's really going to push us over the line. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like, yeah, we could give uh, give one of the conservatives. They just need a new topic to unite the conservatives mm-hmm. again. And I think maybe this could be it. Um, we got proxy civil war or stadium war. You know, mm-hmm. just get a nice location where you can have yeah. your civil war. Somewhere warm. Somewhere warm. Yeah, nice place. But maybe that has the ground that can change like in a Pokemon stadium. <laughs> and we have the open mic pickup game of civil war. And that's when you yeah. tell everybody, all right, we're going to be having the civil war. So if you want to come and just join in, 50 mm. bucks or whatever like that, and uh, pick a side, you know, we'll pick up anything. And then within that, we've kind of, it's a slightly different idea, but I've put, I've written down the bulletproof vests versus skins. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, like it's for like a more of a kind of a, you know, a fun. Uh, backyard war. Ba- backyard war. <laughs> mm. yeah. Family war, maybe, you know. Mm, nice. Um, then we've got the turf versus turf, turf war. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and and of course, there's a huge battle over how they should spell turf in turf war. Yeah, it's a big part of it as well. Um, and that's trying to who gets the word the homo the homophone mm. turf. Um, then we got the American hotbot uh, personal deep fryer at the table <laughs> thing. You know, you can buy a. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. You, you know, like instead of those raw meats that you get, like for the you know big. For a hot pot, you get like just a like a table of like marshmallows and all sorts of weird like sweet stuff that they'll put in a dip in the batter. What if the whole table you what you sit around is a big boiling vat of oil? Oh, sure. that's the stuff. Yeah, yeah. like a like hibachi a, grill, but mm. instead of a grill, it's just a huge deep fryer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's a guy with two knives <laughs> who's like splashing the oil like this. <laughs> He's trying to chop things while they're in the oil. Oh, yeah. Everyone's wearing a visor. Yeah. <laughs> This is great. He's making little jokes. He's like splashing oil on your shirt and he's yeah. writing something in oil. Is, is deep frying, is that associated a lot with Scotland? Is that like a... Yeah. People, yeah, yeah. I think this could be a Scottish themed, yeah. they yeah. deep fry. But Americans right do table. deep fry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But you know? Scotland are known for like, like a chip that's shop in Scotland. You go and just get a Mars bar. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's not good. No? No. Yeah. I mean, you know, you need it once. I just be like, yeah. Have you <laughs> eaten more That's than why once? I won't. Yeah. <laughs> what about this? This this the uh, the Challenger Deep Fry, right? So the Challenger Deep, obviously the lowest point in the uh, in the Mariana Trench, okay, where yeah. James Cameron is one of the only two people who's been in his submarine, yeah. right? Uh, this is the world's deepest deep fry. <laughs> oh, it's like- and James Cameron gets to the bottom of it somehow. He yeah. goes down in a submersible built to go. It's it's a meter and a half fry. deep. Oh. <laughs> they don't think about the fact that the submarine's going to increase in size as it's in there oh, because yeah. it's going to start getting more and more yeah, batter on it. Yeah. It's not going to be able to get out of that. They deep don't. They fry. don't think. They yeah. don't think of those things. And the, and the, and, the, and the, of course the metal expands in heat. Mm. Um, rest in peace. Rest in peace, James Cameron, <laughs> or James 
forget it. I was going to try and make a deep fried pun. I didn't have a single idea of what one deep fried food would be called. Cameronions. Camerfunions. There we go. Cameronion rings? Cameronion yeah. rings. Cameron. James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got giving a hickey to the most dangerous neck of all. Yeah. And we've got uh, kissing your step identical twin brother. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what that was about. Yeah, part yeah. of it was about how you change your face mm. Uh, mm. so that you look a little bit more like the person you're kissing. That's I mean, is it like. you should we should we should ask our beloveds when we get home, is it kissing if I kiss somebody but I pull my lips back in? Mm. That's right. If I it feels like we could maybe get the Mormons on board with yeah, this. Yeah, is this cheating? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. this would you consider this cheating yeah. if me? <laughs> <laughs> and somebody pressed our sort of our bony, our bony mounds against mm, each other, mm. and, and then you know, and I wore a condom on my tongue. <laughs> but I, yeah, just just the way in which it would be so sort of dry, and it's. Mm. I, I mean, would we call it turtling? It does feel yeah. like a turtle. Kiss. Yeah, but you wouldn't I, want to Google that, right? No, no. I think we should. You think you should put a poll on the Instagram after this? You know, just do the yeah. face. Mm-hmm. Is it the poll from the vigilante firefighter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got the Vigilante Firefighter. We've also got Rattleneck, uh, who's the guy <laughs> oh, yes. who can, can grind his bones as a defense mechanism. Uh, we got Bernie at Sanders. <laughs> we got Weekend at Burgers. <laughs> we got the Pope accidentally kills Jesus. We've got a goat detective who eats all the evidence. And then we've got the serial manslaughter guy who is hated by everybody. I really am quite excited about the... The Pope killing Jesus. Yeah, I think that's very thing. good. Barry Stroll. Something in there really tickles me. Like the stakes are so incredibly <laughs> high and the idea of seeing the Pope in this position of vulnerability. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really Yeah, exciting. and he does it in the room by himself with Jesus. Yeah. And it's just like... I reckon it happens before people even really know what's it's going on. Do you mm. mean? Like I reckon he's just praying on his own. Jesus appears to him and he's frightened and just strikes yeah. him. And then it's like, oh no! Like before anyone even knows it's Jesus really is back. Good. Yeah, it's really good. Like yeah. Jesus just puts his hand on his shoulder. The Pope just swings around, accidentally pushes yeah. him into an open fire. Yeah. yeah, but then there are angels that come to Earth and do announce to everyone that Jesus has returned. He's yeah. communing with the Pope and he will appear. So there are actual. Oh. Angels there. The general population is expecting Jesus. They everything's been confirmed. Jesus mm. is there. The angels pop in to check on the Pope. Uh, say, how'd you go? Get get along with Jesus. The Pope's like, oh, he's just sleeping great. Right he's now. just changing. He's just, he's just, yeah. he's just having a doing a shit. There'd be such a great scene in the movie, like if you play the two scenes at the same time, yeah. where the Pope thinks he's got away with it, and then opens the door, and everyone else is like, how good is it that Jesus is back? And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The, yeah the, the, the angels are there. Yeah. The we just are, told them. Yeah. We told everybody. It's like the actual like biblical angels as well with like a thousand yeah. eyes and eight wings. Yeah. They're just horrible. Oh. To look at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then of course, oh no, that was all the sketches. Mm. That's a very hefty list there. You just have kept it. absolute four hundred form up there. Yeah. Well, we're now. It's hard well, for us to. Uh, I mean, uh, what's the what's the factor in here in this room? That might have made this. Oh, it's the pen from episode four hundred. Yeah, yeah. Magic, <laughs> the, pen. It's the magic pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the magic pen. The magic pen that didn't work. Um, Stu, well, how about we say goodbye to you after the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. All right, so it's good to me. 
I think these are some of the best songs. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's because we, we've not done songs in person yeah. <laughs> for so long. And then you go, oh, it does help when you get. Yeah. But I mean, we did have a false start before. Mm. Uh, right before we started recording You're like oh it's not recording oh, yeah. and that was one of the worst ones we'd ever done that first yeah. time. I didn't want to say it at yeah, the time but I was, I was like, like oh, this is a bad omen yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was really bad and it was great that you weren't recording yeah um, Stu oh yeah thank you so much for uh, coming all this way that's and fine it, and it probably is the furthest that you can travel to get to a podcast it was 25 mm. hours of travel yeah. and I would like to everyone know this is the first place where I came yeah <laughs> like I picked and you up did you airport. watch the uh, 400th episode of Two of the Think Tank I, on the plot. I didn't and I'll tell you exactly why I did it because I forgot to download it oh. <laughs> but I opened it and it did not play and I was like ah <laughs> I think that's probably for the yeah. best yeah. I have I think, watched a good portion of it you know? yeah it's a lot it's a lot and mm. you know why would anybody but thank you so much to everyone who has I, I think it would have been really cool if you'd come in finishing watching episode 400 <laughs> as you step into the podcast yeah. studio we hit record and you're you're there yeah you can just hear the end of the episode of <laughs> yeah. you angrily leaving the studio because <laughs> you've been there for so long yeah and, and we're now officially in season five mm. um do, do you want to plug anything else there um i've you know i've appeared on uh i think this is season four actually do you think? I think it might be season five. I don't know. I mean, I'm the one who uploads the episodes and says what season they are. I'm yeah. Sure it's season I five. know, but I just said that halfway through it became season five. Halfway through this episode. <laughs> yeah. You want me to change it now? So season four was actually only like two episodes long. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I want. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. If I remember correctly, I have to die at the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think because it's like the season zero, there would be, you know, zero to 100 the would season, be season zero. I think season one went oh, but, for. Oh, yeah. For like 200 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway. you're plugging the first 100 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, go back and listen to those if you ever want. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, I've appeared on some podcasts. Uh, you can go through my Twitter feed. Um, <laughs> who knew it? With Matt Stewart. And uh, I think that's about it. No, I have appeared on other things, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just did uh, Sci-Fight, which is a live um, comedy debate uh, about the topic... Science is magic. Uh, science killed magic. Yeah, and uh, I think that's going up as a podcast somewhere soon. It's amazing well, that somebody so. almost died right before that podcast <laughs> wasn't it? because somebody got hit by a car. Um, <laughs> and he was had to replace somebody who got hit by a car. No, I, I was first and third speaker because our original first speaker was in a car accident. They're fine. Okay, that's great. Okay. Um, I, 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 I got hit by a car this year. Just Did you? Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? yeah, by my own Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah well I, I have to know okay what rating did you give them i'm gonna tell you now andy right i still give them a five star <laughs> rating and i'm gonna explain what happened i was going to amsterdam i yeah. explained this down earlier went to amsterdam for the first time this year and i was in a hurry because i had to go to london which is far away from where i live to get the train to okay. amsterdam so i got an uber home from work uh, the Uber driver was the most chatty Uber driver I ever had. Was very, very polite. Was talking to me about Amsterdam, except mm. telling me things to do. I got out of his car, closed the door, walked around behind the car, and he just reversed over me. <laughs> and then he turned around to me and said, sorry, the reversing sensor wasn't working. And I just was like, but 
you can see. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I had already rented him as I was and I got out of the car. Oh my and God. then I was just in shock that I'd been hit by a car that I sat still for like an hour. And then I literally put a bag of frozen peas in a wrestling knee pad and went to London. <laughs> I'd spent the two days in Amsterdam in intense pain. Oh no. <laughs> but it was a good trip. Yeah, great. Yeah. As I spinned you earlier on, I wrote the worst sketch anyone's ever written while in Amsterdam. Sure. I was I was quite high the first time I'd ever taken marijuana in my life, Andy. And I turned to my beloved and said, I think this is the funniest I've ever been. Let's write a sketch. <laughs> and the next day I read the notepad and it just said Weird Aldi. And the night of it said, Weird Al names all of Aldi's products. <laughs> that was the entire sketch I'd written. You know what? I don't think that's the worst sketch no. idea that's ever been written. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's even the worst sketch idea that's been on this podcast. <laughs> Today. Today, yeah. yeah. Um, could you promote anything? Oh, yes. Uh, I am on the podcast What the Flick, where me and my good friend Matthew uh, try to come up with what we expect the plot of movies to be based only on the poster of the movie. Um, you've been on before. I have, I have appeared on it. It was a wonderful episode. We did the movie AI. Yeah, which somehow was weirder than the one that we actually made, which involved mutant Haley June Osmonds and Jack Osborne <laughs> fighting each other. And somehow the real movie was weirder than that. Yeah. Um, and also I'm on Twitch like twice a week at the yeah. Macaroni Prince. It's yeah. a good time. Macaroni Prince. It's, it's a, it is a real good time. Yeah, and if you want updates on that, join the two in the Think Tank Discord where we get updates every time Stuart's streaming. Yeah, I do feel really bad about that because Brian, who set that up, said, I've set it up so that anytime you or Al stream, it will update, and Al's not streamed since. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more or less just my channel. Well, that's okay. I'm very happy with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming all this way. No problem. Um, and Andy, thank you for coming all this way. It's the first in-person one we've done. It's crazy that out the- of all of us, it felt like I was the one who was the least likely to make it to yeah. this episode. Yeah, yeah. And yet here I am. We so did it. We would have done a Patreon or Thank something. Thank you so much, Stu. That's <laughs> no problem. And we, we love, love you. you. I'm going to just die off camera. Now. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.